One. You know what's funny is I actually started recording a little early just to catch that because I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and the shenanigans ensues. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Made in EDH. Uh, we're having a little fun today, so I thought we'd change it up and actually um, go on a suggestion I heard from um, a previous episode of maybe just start on a whim and not just give our normal intro. This is Made in EDH, episode 16, uh, titled Unreasonable Ban List, uh, is what I'm calling this episode. Uh, so today we are discussing the most recent thing that happened, I think, the last week. Um, I've been away for a bit. Uh, I went on VAK with the wife. You know, sometimes you just got to get away from everything, get back into the swing of things. Um, so everything's doing great now. Um, dealing with the dislocated shoulder, that's all fun. But hey, <laughs> um, but it yeah, happened. Um, some ha things have happened in the ban list. Uh, we got a new ban and we got something unbanned. So let's start off with the thing that got banned. I don't play this deck. But I think somebody in this current group does. And um, I think we're going to start off with Kayla and see how she feels about Golos, the Tireless Pilgrim Band. And before she starts, I'll give you the reason what the Rules Committee had to say about the banning about this to give you a little something to talk about. Do we want to at least read the card first? I don't know if the announcement reads the card itself. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and read it, and then I'll give you what the rules committee said about why they banned it. Um, so, Golos Tireless Pilgrim is a five-cost artifact creature, legendary scout. It is a three-five. When Golos enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a land card. Put that card into your battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. Pay two colorless and white, blue, black, red, green. Exile the top three cards of your library. You may pay them, or you may play them, rather, this turn without paying their mana costs. Um, I it's personally... Um, uh, there was something you wanted to say, or... Um, yeah, I... Oh, I was saying, I was saying that it's stats, it's a 3-5. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a, it is a 3-5, yeah, five, yeah. A so three we're... Five. I don't know, should we, should we at least, uh, read the announcement before we start on what you think first, Kayla? Oh, yeah, we're gonna get to the announcement. Yeah, now that you've read the card, now we know what, what got banned. Yes. Um, so... This is what the Rules Committee had to say about it. Golos the Tireless Pilgrim has been much discussed card that is both popular to play with and unpopular to play against. There are many problems with the card, but the greatest is that in the, in the low to middle tiers where we focus the ban list, Golos is simply a better Choice of leader for all but the most commander-centric decks. Its presence crushes the kind of diversity in commander choice which we want to promote. You can drop Golos and a few five-color lands into a random deck 
and get all the ramp and card advantage you would ever want from a commander with no worries about your mana base. Golos' ability effectively reduces the commander tax to 1 once you hit 7 mana. With Golos assuming you have Uberg to help you get there quickly, you don't have to do anything for the rest of the game except cast spells for free. Something we want to be careful about. We've talked to some folks in the Studio X, and they understand the problems created by generically powerful five-color commanders and don't have Uberg in their cost. We don't expect similar cards to come from them in the future. So a surgical strike now makes sense. We understand many players love Golos, so we don't take this action lightly. In the end, the health of the format is our primary concern, and we find Golos unhealthy. While Kinrith, the Returned King, is similarly flexible and a popular commander for good stuff five-color decks, we see it as a clear step down from Golos. That is the end of what they had to say. Okay, well, I guess I'm torn on this one because I can see where they're coming from. It probably was really popular. Um, I could see it definitely being really popular in CEDH. Um, but at the same time, it's also an artifact. There's a lot of good artifact removal. It's a creature. There's a lot of good creature removal. And it's not... I would say it's like mid-cost for a commander, but it's not super cheap. Um, I know you get the the lands that you get to search out, but I I just feel like it's not that overpowered, so I'm... I guess I'm torn. <laughs> okay. Yeah, funny you mention uh, CEDH, because as far as I've seen, it's not all that popular in CEDH. I mean, if you think about it, it's a, it's a five-cost, search for a land, put it onto the battlefield tapped. Green can do that much more efficiently with two mana only. And then... Really, if you're if anyone's worried about the the uh, activated ability, yes, it's not necessarily the healthiest thing. However, there are cards that can do Golos better times ten practically. That is very true. Um, yeah, and like. I'm I'm assuming Kayla, you're not entirely sure. You're you're kind of on the fence. It sounds like Jonathan, you're you're kind of in the viewpoint that I am. I know you played Golos, so this is kind of torn for you. <laughs> um, I, like, I, I was fine with it at Golos first, deck, but like... the more I yeah, <laughs> no, the more I I was oh, I was kind of okay with it. I see what, it wasn't necessarily the healthiest thing to ca cast spells for free. However, the more I sat on it, the more I thought about it, the more their reasoning, more of uh, the 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 rules committee uh, reason or their reasoning behind it. The more I think about it, the more PO'd I'm getting about it. So it's 
<laughs> I mean, my Golo stack really revolved more or less around the Rule Zero thing, because the my Golo stack, yeah, it was a combo deck, but it didn't get to anything until turn 7 for one which is why I'm also calling their BS on mana fixing, because you should see my luck. I get screwed all the time. Chris knows this. Kayla knows this. This is why I love playing green, because my luck is bad. <laughs> but, but anyways, with uh, Golos at least, my deck was to combo off into Twilight Sparkle. Oh yeah, that was the deck. Oh yeah, that I was remember. the deck. <laughs> that was a great deck. Oh my goodness. I mean, uh, to be fair, you did play with other like uh, non-legal cards, so you shouldn't worry too much. Well, there <laughs> were won the game. There were literally <laughs> three cards that can make Twilight Sparkle work. So it's uh, if I mean, I don't know if I need to get any more into detail with that, but. Uh, and during our recent, uh, talks, actually, I was actually thinking of revamping Golos into more of a theme deck, which also brings up the question of them saying, it's not fun to play against. Speaking that, it's five colors, you can do literally anything. You can be like, oh, Golos is now a, uh is now a bear, and we can do bear things with it, for instance, or whatnot. I mean, I've yeah. already got Ayula. Ayula's a lot better than Golos in terms of that, but I mean, there's there's a whole lot more you can do with it. And so, essentially, my view, uh, to, to just wrap things up, is I see the committee has made a decision, and speaking that is a stupid ass decision, excuse my <laughs> language, I choose I am going to choose to ignore it. <laughs> again, it's a more of a rule zero thing, because I've already been rule zeroing with my Golos anyways, so it's not going to change too much in the fact like, oh hey, can I play Golos? I'm sure all three of you would probably be okay with that. I mean, like, we were before, yeah, so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've played it before, it's not really all that powerful. I mean, Ian hasn't yet, but, uh... But, yeah, Golos really is not that broken. Yeah, and I and think... So yeah, um, I think Ian um, had something... Yes. Yes, yes, I did. I don't think we introduced ourselves at the start. I'm Ian. Uh, I was on our last episode. I'm back again. I'm glad to be here. Um, I was going to say, on the subject of this guy, I honestly, I've never encountered him in a real match, so I really don't think he's as popular as they're making him out to be. Yeah, you see, that's that's where my point of, like, okay, like, is this just popular in the bigger cities of Magic players? Because, like, even when I went to play Commander recently at a card shop, I didn't see Golos. The only Golos yeah. I've ever seen is your deck, Jonathan. That is the only Golos I have ever seen. <laughs> and I didn't think yeah. it was overpowered. Like, okay. Right. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So I was going to uh, keep going with that. Um, I think the card I've seen way too much of, if you're looking at a five-color variety, is Ramos, the Dragon Engine. So if you're talking Real. about a five-color commander to ban, I think that should have been the one. That, to me, is a much more powerful commander point. than uh, I mean, it Golos. definitely But that's a is. commander product. How dare they ban something they made for commander, right? <laughs> Hold breacher. <laughs> but yeah, I actually, you know, Ian, that is a very valid point. Do you want to expand on that? Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at this Golos card, and he looks fun, but like it's there's nothing inherently broken about it. Um, yeah, based on what you were reading about their reason for banning it, it just seemed. They, it seemed like their reason was it was too many players were playing it and it was kind of watering down the format instead of being a variety. But as I said before, I've never actually encountered one. I didn't even know that card existed until I learned it was banned. <laughs> like, that's, that's literally my experience with that card. I've yeah. never seen one in my life. So... You know what's you know what's really I think is kind of hilarious about it. So like game nights has gotten really popular. Um, Ian, have you ever checked? Have you checked them out yet? No. What's that? Um, they're like a YouTube series. They're they're really big now. Like with Wizards uh, game night, yeah. they do commander. Um, they do budget upgrades and stuff. Um, actually, it's funny because they actually had a video that they said um, that, like, if you're beginning player of Magic, um, that you should build a Golos deck because it teaches you how to how to do good mana fixing, and it teaches you how to play all five colors. Right. So it's just like, that's why we had an influx of Golos decks was because we had all these new players come and they were watching game nights, they were building these decks, they were like, they recommended this deck because it's easy to play, and they're like, oh my gosh, this deck is easy to play. It's fun. And it is a fun card. And that's what it comes down to. Is Magic's supposed to be a fun game. And right. Commander's a casual format. Oh, I see another Golos deck. Speaking of shows, I did watch the first episode of Quest for the Janklord. You, you enjoyed That was it? awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I highly recommend yeah. you guys. Quest for oh, the Janklord. Yeah. Yeah, but they're they're definitely really slowing good. down on videos nowadays because things happen. But I mean, it, talk yeah, about yeah. entertaining content! It was for sure. It really is. I love and their it. theme song. It's like far none for like what they did to put into it. That was great, right? Yeah, it really got me thrilled to play. Like like want to play some like really weird like commander where like you draft and like have to do really crazy like stipulations like what they were dealing like with what they deal with in that one right like that uh, sounds entertaining and it might just be an experience we'll have to try sometime oh, if yeah, you guys yeah. aren't familiar with that show it's basically uh each player was restricted to build a commander deck using cards that only cost 76 cents or less yeah it's pretty yeah. cool magic right there. Yeah, they've, they've got a <laughs> they've got a really nice little story to go along with it too. Just like essentially making de deals with de uh, demons are not the greatest of ideas unless you're Liliana. Then you can get away with whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, she had to go kill them all, but you know. <laughs> I mean, she eventually got away with it, but. <laughs> and then Bolas is like, "Ha ha! I'm your new contract." <laughs> 
Oh, see, see where that got him? <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that in a lore episode, maybe. We're kind of getting a little yeah, off we, we, a little bit. Yeah, but. we're getting a little off the topic. But, but yeah. um, for sure, like, um, I think that uh, the Gola span... I don't know. Like you said, Ramos. Like Ramos is way more broken than Golos. Um, I cast uh, a trans guild courier. That's all colors. It's a four drop. Oh look, I remove five counters from Ramos. Produce ten mana for casting a four cost. And if yeah. you have any kind of bounce effect to rebounce Ramos and the courier, like that's an that's an infinite mana combo. Yeah, I was gonna and mention the infinite it. mana combo. It just seems too easy to go off with that guy. It, it's so easy. I, I've looked at it. I've thought about building a nasty Ramos deck, but I don't wanna do it. <laughs> I just want to play the Ramos deck because that's so fair. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing with Ramos too, you don't need colors for Ramos. This is true. That's that's way more broken than uh, Golos. Golos requires you to have at least Wooberg to use this effect. Ramos at least Wooberg, and then probably one more card to uh, get those two colorless off. But it's a seven activated cost. Yeah, but like. Like Wooberg's already kind of tough in five color, especially if you um you're playing in one of those like Staxy kind of playgroups that like to wreck lands occasionally with like a sinkhole or something, where they just like bomb one land. Oh, right. That's like one of my ten white lands in my entire deck, and I have no way to go search. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. <laughs> Could they really go infinite without Ramos? I just realized it says to activate this ability only once each turn. Yes, because if you bounce Ramos to your hand and then recast it, you don't have to go through summoning sickness to use his effect, so you can keep recurring it. Oh, because so he enters as a new creature. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's a new instance. <laughs> uh, so you can go infinite with Ramos, which is, I think, worse than like Golos, because Golos, like, it's harder to go infinite with, and Ramos almost doesn't take much like everything i just mentioned about the ramos combo uh pretty much all artifacts except for bounce cards which are probably just blue and white yeah um for yeah. our listeners i would like to explain yeah. what that card is um so that they know what we're talking about and referencing here so this guy ramos he's called the dragon engine he costs six colorless he's a legendary artifact creature dragon uh he's at four four with flying Whenever you cast a spell, put a plus one plus one counter on him for each of that spell's colors. You can remove five plus one plus one counters from him to produce two white, two blue, two black, two red, and two green mana. Uh, but you can only activate that once per turn. So there is actually one card I can think of off the top of my head that actually does destroy Ramos. And that's Natural if you play my. Naturalize. <laughs> that's great. That's a great. That's a great green answer. But um, there's actually a colorless answer that really screws over Ramos, and that's uh, Microsynth Lattice because it makes all yeah. spells colorless, so you can't get countered from his ability anymore. Oh. Uh, using using artifact cards to shut down artifacts. Hilarious. It's like Null Rod all yeah. over again. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Or no, it was uh, it was Karn the that did it. And mycosynth lattice just makes everything colorless and makes an artifact. But it makes it. And it makes Karn that shuts it down. Yeah, Karn that shuts it down. Collector Oof for two mana shuts it down. No rod. The the class. No rod. Karn. Yeah, no rod. <laughs> But no rod's the fair one because it says nobody. <laughs> yeah, I mean collector oop says nobody either. But <laughs> as far as I can remember, no collector oop I believe is opponents. Because uh, I, I think I've watched that one recently, and someone brought it up. I think so. It could be both all players. Anyway. Um, Golos ban. I don't think any of us are in favor about it. I think I think it's a nice card. It's not really that overpowered. Oh no, he played a Golos. Oh man, it dies to artifact removal and creature removal. Dang, it's so hard to interact with. Yeah, I, I see oh, the man. popularity of it. It's like it's five colors. You can do whatever you want with it. It's got a solid ability. I see why it's popular, but it's not game breaking by any means. Yeah, right. Like it's it's two it's two types that have really easy removal in any color. Like artifact destroys, uh, red destroys artifacts, green destroys artifacts, white destroys artifacts, black kills creatures, blue even destroys artifacts nowadays. Right. Like. Um. Okay. Or like I don't know, you dark still mutate it, and then the goalless player just stares at you if they don't have interaction, and they're the zero one with no abilities. But that to me is my number one pet peeve when I'm playing commander is when people lock down my commander or take my commander with like an ability. So I will never hinder someone else's commander. Like that to me is like off limits. It's like I can steal their other creatures, but I'm not going to steal their commander. It's that's just too mean. Uh oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I should not say anything more. <laughs> I'll, I'll destroy it. Like I'll play destroy spells because they can recast it. But like something that just like makes it permanently like where they can never play it again for the rest of the game. I think that just ruins the game for their deck. Or like shut down your commander so you can't do anything. Like uh, when Nick Torpal orbed Jonathan's Aula deck, which requires EBT effects for his creatures that do anything, and that oh, was his no. entire deck. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, Nick yeah. Swan, I mean, Jonathan just swung oh, out and killed him because he had no board stay and he played a Torpal orb. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just straight up. If you don't have uh, uh, artifact removal or anything, if when in doubt, player removal. Player removal. Drill. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I think, uh, Kayla, you're kind of quiet over there. Like with everything being talked about here, I don't know how much you're falling. Like, how do you feel about the Golos ban? Like, should they have banned Ramos maybe instead? Um, I think that would have been a smarter move. So, I don't know if, like, uh, Golos has been talked about in online, like, forums or communities, and people are just sick of seeing Golos in EDH. But I thought, like, something to bring up was uh, you said that, um, Oh god, what was it from the article that 
it's not fun for players to go up against Golos decks, but something Jonathan said was it's Wooberg and the possibilities are endless. So it's like, I, I don't feel like most decks are really going to have anything in common. Like you're, you're running five colors. Like yeah. there's so many options there. Yeah, and it's really sad they turned off like such a utility commander that could be anything. And I think that's why it got banned was a lot of people were doing that. Um, I don't remember the statistics, but uh, Josh Lee Kwai put up a poll about the the banning, and like I think it was something like it was like fifty six percent. I think it was agreed with the ban. Really? Yeah. So, like, it must be really bad, like, in bigger cities where there's more people. Like, okay, so, like, when I think about this, like, most of, most of the, like, YouTube series I've seen, they're all pretty much all out of California, for the most part, except for, like, Star City Games, I think. Because I know I hate your decks out there, uh, Game Nights is out there, you know... <laughs> And I think just like bigger cities are seeing Golos more because a lot of newer players are getting into it and they want to go to an LGS and, you know, with bigger cities, there's bigger tables and more players to interact with. So you just go to those car shops and you see a lot more players. Like we go to one of our local LGSs out here and like the most notable reoccurring deck I see is actually Edgar. Edgar Markov is the more popular one. I've seen that deck more than maybe, any of the others. Maybe so we need to ban everything with Eminence. <laughs> no, you leave Eminence alone. Eminence is fair, okay? Don't touch my Alvaro. That's the one who constantly plays against Edgar and gets a whole and sees a whole bunch of 1-1 tokens. I, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. I used the awesome their very first pre-con deck ever bought was Aloro, the Ageless Ascetic. He had Eminence before Eminence was a keyword. Yeah. And I don't I don't play him anymore, honestly. He was kind of a boring commander. But it was sit back and relax and enjoy a game of commander, watch everybody else play the game, and then decide <laughs> to make your turns. <laughs> it was the most like see, that was the most relaxed commander. Now we have all these turbo commanders. It's like are you ready? Prime your engines. Let's go. Versus back in the Commander 2013. Ah, sitting back and chilling, sipping <laughs> my tea. The art is oh, great. It's, it's turn it eight. Holy crap! I need that. to do things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Kayla's husband Corey, uh, when he was playing Orlo in the good old days. Uh, his Orlo deck would do that. He wouldn't do anything for, like, the most early parts of the game. Like, everybody else is just doing, like, random things while he's just sitting back gaining two life, not doing much. And then, like, all out of the blue, he does something, and we're like, oh. <laughs> like, oh, right. Oh, no. We've been ignoring this. He hasn't Oops. been doing anything, and then he displayed this huge threat that we can't deal with. And then he has, like, counter spells, so we try to interact. We're just like, oh, oh. We can't do anything. He's got all the interaction because he watched us all just ruin our game. <laughs> oh. 
see like that's that's the good old that's the good old commander days i just think like everybody having to interact all the time is kind of what kind of devolved the format a little bit so like, you yeah. can be fun have to interact with something like sometimes just let it go <laughs> Just let it go, like, man. Just let it go. Like Ian is now discovering, playing with no counter spells is actually very entertaining because you have to jump through hoops of, oh, whoa, what, what can I do? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta think about this now. I need to establish, uh, what do we call it? Um, uh, good stuff. What's good stuff? Value uh, creatures value you like value you yeah. learned the value lesson of value is bigger than just removal right if you have a better value thing it's better than removal almost right yeah uh my my simic deck i run a tattoo over the benthic druid she's blue green and the deck the idea of it is just bring out bigger creatures than everyone else and do it quickly Mm-hmm. I don't focus on removal. I just get out the biggest threats. That way, I'm the biggest badass in the valley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like, so, like, Tatiova is a great commander because she's like, what, six, six drop? Five drop. Five drop. Five. 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 Yeah, I played Tatiova. I should know this. <laughs> I had a Tatiova deck too. <laughs> I turned back into a Krufix deck, and then I just kind of just swept it under the rug and pretend the deck doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I did the combo uh, twice, and I was sick of it. And I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Time to play something else. Um, yeah. But, like, as far as Gullus is concerned, I think, like, if you did see it, like, every game, and you're playing with new players, like, every day, I could see where that could potentially get annoying. But at the same time, this is just another profit to Crufix. Like it was banned because it was popular and getting played, and everyone was tired of seeing it. Okay, so you banned it because yeah. it was popular. Um, I there was I don't know where somebody mentioned that. Like I don't see it here, but like um, somebody had mentioned that like. I don't see it in the the conversation here of the rules committee about the conversation of well you know if you don't like the Golos ban you can always just rule zero anyway so yeah so why listen to the rules committee anyways yeah <laughs> that's funny because like I don't like it's not mentioned here but I there was a lot of feedback about the Golos ban and that was like I think somebody's response to it was. There's rule zero. Just rule zero with your playgroup. It doesn't matter. Like just, just right. play with the rule zero and boom. It's yep. like, oh, so you're just telling us not to play with the bad list. Well, point. I don't like that because there are cards in the ban list that should be on the ban list, like Tinker. Yeah. And Emercool. Uh, yeah. And Primetime. I I was in the day yeah. when Emercool and Primetime were legal. No, mm. never again. I don't want to get Emrakul turn four in 2012 Commander. Thank you very much. This was like at the time where Kalia had just come out. Emrakul turn four. It's disgusting. Oh. It was Mimmer Vig decks. If anybody played Commander back then, you know what I'm talking about. Was this hard cast Emrakul or like cheated out to play? Oh, they hard cast it. Oh. It, 
sickening because they get prime time out like turn two and you can't deal with that like early days of commander we did not have a lot of good removal early turns for something like a primeval titan like there was not much yeah like i was playing a Taza orzov scion deck and i didn't have any of my low cost removal in hand and when his guy was going off i was like crap we're gonna lose and that's what happened we we all died to an emerical wow and then emerical got banned because reasons because yeah. you can bounce it to hand keep recasting an annihilator oh boy so yeah, rule zero sounds like it's fair for Golos, not Emmercool. Well, well, it's essentially talk to your play group, see mm-hmm. see if they allow Golos. Yeah, <laughs> Most of even... the time, they'll be okay with it. I'm sh- I'm more than yeah. I'm I'm perfectly fine with anybody who wants to play a Golos against me. I will not yeah. put that down. It does artifact removal and creature removal. I'm not mm-hmm. even scared of it. Personally, so yeah, I think as far as the goalless thing is, if you really want to play with it, talk to your play group. Be like, do you guys actually think this is broken? Can I play it? And if they say no, it's on the ban list, mm, you can either swap to a different five color commander, which is going to be tough, but or you just go find a new play group. Yeah, or. Perhaps you brought other decks as well. Like, the, I'll always be prepared for the people who say no. But just like if need be, to you can always move to a different playgroup or whatnot. But like, again, don't don't lose friends over a piece of cardboard. That's not what Commander's about. Then you want to lose friends. <laughs> oh, don't say winter's orb. Oh no. no winter orb I will play that Armageddon one day and everyone will just look at me. Because and then my excuse will be when you all see me play Armageddon for the first time, I will say Nick told me to do it. <laughs> it's his fault. Because <laughs> Nick has told me to play Armageddon, and I'm just like, but that's awful. It's mean. He's like, but do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick um, is totally like the Sith in the play grip. He's like, do it. <laughs> He's the Falpa, dude. I, I had something I wanted to add on Golos before we move on to our next okay, subject, okay, which yeah, I'm very excited yeah, about. It seems like we're in the pretty same sort of more or less area, varying dependent or variant feelings on things, but we're we're in kind of in the same boat. But what what was it you wanted to? Say? Um, I think there should be two different ban lists. There should be a ban for this cannot be your commander, versus you can't play it in your deck. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. That was something that used to be a thing back in the days. This was something I actually wanted to touch up on, and I kind of spaced it because I'm a little tired. But thank you for reminding me because that used to be a thing. Really? Um, back in earlier days, like 
Uh, around the time Emrakul got banned, they did have a separate ban list for things that could be your commander, and then cards that were just straight up banned in commander. You couldn't even run it in the deck or as a commander. Right. But they had cards that were just, you couldn't run it as the commander because it was overpowered. Right. And that was back in the days, if people remember these back in the days... These were back in the days when Coco Show was banned as a commander, the Fallen Star. Why was that banned? That was banned because everybody was playing it. Oh, look, it was popular. Whoa. Uh, it was popular. I, I kid you not. More people died to Coco Show, the Fallen Star, because people would play it, kill it, reanimate, 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 reanimate. You're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> Fallen Star stuff. They just, um, I'm trying to remember how they were cheating it out, but like they would just reanimate it. They'd sack it, reanimate, sack it, reanimate, and everyone just die because nobody had life totals. This is early game commander, mind you. So, like, getting big life totals fast was not easy back in those days. And that was killing people. Like, people could not interact with Coke Show dying. There was no interaction. They'd be like, I'm going to sack Coke Show. Oh. Darn, can't exile because it sacked itself to an activation ability. Hmm. Darn. Yeah. Like, the only thing we had back then was Stifle. That was the only yeah. thing. We had nothing else. And if you weren't playing blue, mm -mm. you died to Koshoko, <laughs> the Fallen Star. What what color is Fallen Star? Mono Again? Black. Are you mono talking about the black. evening star? Mono black that makes sense cost because reanimate, mono black reanimate is a thing. <laughs> I mean, not to mention adding red in and talking about croaks of all things, but we'll just. <laughs> I see a couple show of the uh, evening fair. star. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that was banned back in like 2012 because people were playing as a commander and everyone was sick of seeing it because nobody could interact with the combo that would go off and kill okay. everyone. Yeah, the black is the evening star. The red one is the falling star. Oh, it's evening star. My bad. I mixed it yeah. up. Shame on me. I should know my dragons better. Yeah. I have them too. Shame. Oh, I heard that uh, one of our future sets is we're going to be returning to Kamigawa. That is true. Yeah. I wonder if we'll get new dragons, new fun spirit dragons to play with. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited too. It's we're we're getting our Tokyo Ghoul set. I mean, Kamigawa set. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Not Tokyo Ghoul. No, no. We're get, we're getting Shadow Run. We're getting like a Shadow oh. Run set. No, Shadow Run is a new Capenna. No, because that's literally Mafia. No. Mafia. Well, Shadowrun is also like futuristic magic stuff. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm like, Neo. We're getting our like... anime set. We're getting our anime <laughs> techno Japanese set. Yeah. All you weebs out there, this one's for you. <laughs> Here's your Akira set. You say that as if you're not a weeb, Jonathan. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I'm not. I'm not denying anything. I'm just saying <laughs> to all you weebs out there, that's for you. <laughs> for all right, I, I'm, I'm not right for our I'm next subject. I'm excited to see okay. what they bring in that set, but I mean, that's a that's going to be another story for for a later time. 
Oh yeah, for sure. We'll we'll touch yeah. about Kamigawa because I'm psyched for it, and we'll talk about that one in depth. But let's talk about the other thing that happened, which was a card that got unbanned when it got banned. You know, I remember this card getting banned. It got banned like it. It was like Cold Reacher. It did not last a year before it got banned. <laughs> Yeah. It's like it's like those funny ads on those funny sites. You know, you know what sites I'm talking about. You know, you won't even last five minutes. All oh, this card won't even last a full year before <laughs> it gets banned. That should be a new oh meaningful magic card. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, like <laughs> I mean <laughs> So, Ian, do you have Worldfire pulled up? Why don't you read this one? Sure, I'd love to. Let me, uh... I know what it does, but I'll give you the exact wording. Okay. So, it is a red sorcery. Mythic rare. Costs three red and six colorless, so nine converted mana costs altogether. Uh, text is as follows. Exile all permanents. Exile all cards from all hands and graveyards. Each player's life total becomes one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Hey, Jonathan. You yeah. know. You know what Worldfire does, yeah. Yeah. No, I know what Worldfire does. Okay, I want your yeah. face in the camera because I'm going to read you the rules committee thing and I want you not to laugh. Mm-hmm. Are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I want everybody not to laugh about this because I just read this first. Uh, we had a pre-discussion before we started this episode just to let everybody know um, about this. And... <laughs> I'm just going to read what they said. Is this is really funny, Jonathan? <laughs> um, but before that, um, I think, um, yeah. So um, <clears throat> here's a response to the rules committee. Um, here's a response to the rules committee of why Worldfire is no longer banned. So we got the description from Ian, what it does. Basically, remove everything from the game. Everyone's life total becomes one. All right. Jonathan, I want you to stare at the camera and not smile. Serious face. I want the most serious face. You cannot laugh about this. All right. This first sentence, I looked at it when Ian was reading the card, and I about lost it. It, it's bad. The reason it came off the ban list is bad. Are you ready? Okay. Alright. Worldfire was once banned due to a problematic interaction with floating mana and having access to your commander. We want to foster a commander environment where 8 and 9 mana of spells are viable and likely to show up in a game, so we evaluate the expensive ones in context, unlike Coalition Victory and Biorhythm, which we continue to believe are problematic in the environment. The, le- the level of effort needed to make Worldfire effective is sufficient that we suspect it will not be of an issue, 
there are already cheaper ways to do similar things in the format. We believe the social contract and robust pre-game discussion will keep Worldfire out of the games it doesn't belong. Oh yeah, that's 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 where I was thinking where the rule zero context came from. That right there, right there. At the end of the Worldfire. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> so, with, 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 with that reasoning, let's talk Ragavan real quick, shall we? <laughs> yeah, why don't you read that one? I don't think Ian's familiar with the monkey. Mm, this is a fairly new card that I'm so excited to play for one, not because it's completely broken, which it is. I, I, I love the, uh, the, the tribal with it and all that. So, Ragavan, Nimble Pilferer for one red... Legendary Monkey Pirate, 2-1. Whenever Ragavan Nimble Pilferer deals combat damage to a player, create a treasure token and exile the top card of that player's library. Until the end of turn, you may cast that card. And then it has dash for one colorless, one red. So essentially, you can have Ragavan out in your command zone, you can cast World Fire, everyone's at one, and then you can pay the dash cost from your command zone onto the battlefield. It gains haste. You swing in with Ragavan, it goes back to your hand at the end of turn, and you're essentially set up for, oh, I just, I'm just going to play a mountain here. I'll just play another Ragavan and swing in at the next person. Because doesn't he just have haste, or does Dash give him haste? Uh, Dash gives him haste. Okay, so like... Well, you have to return it to your hand at the end of uh, turn. So, here's the thing. So, they were worried about floating mana and having unhealthy interaction <laughs> because somebody could float mana and cast a, cast a world fire and have a floating mana and cast a commander and win the game. Wow, you... floating one red mana... 10 mana floating is so detrimental versus 9. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you have to float 12 mana. Oh, no. <laughs> or, oh, like, no. You yeah, because dash is one colorless, one red. Or you just do, like, one red. Like, you are. <laughs> you float you the one red after you cast Wildfire. mana with no the treasure token you get. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you deal with that? Like, exactly. World fires, and then they cast Ragavan. Oh, does that mean they're gonna ban Ragavan? <laughs> we hope we're not going to be seeing any more world fire being abused. Well, ah. Jonathan, you know that's a lie. Ah. The, the card ah. that the bulk rare jumped all the way up to thirty dollars after the unban announcement. As of three, as of three thirty, <laughs> essentially on September fourteenth, when that was brought up, saying, "Hey, this is unbanned," it dropped to fifty set from fifty cents to I've even heard it went up to fifty from certain people or from certain Ooh. people's perspectives. Nine Just the non-foil. It jumped to a $50 card. Now I'm thinking, I think it's sitting at a nice 20 right now. At least it dropped then. At least it dropped because they're like, oh, it 
Uh, my 50 cent card went to 50. We're going to pump this all out. At least it dropped from 50 because people are pumping out world fires because hell, they nobody expected this to happen. Some people got a little excited there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It 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 dropped like the very next day. Like I can tell you that much. So like I don't. I don't really see an issue with World Fire. I don't see it really going to get played in our group as much because I know one person in our group already despised the card, and he was happy when it got banned. And yeah. I see why he's happy it got banned because it was a very known combo of doing Jora things. Yeah, suspend is a thing. So, like, Jora, you suspend, like, a bunch of critters. Uh, you suspend, like, Worldfire, and then you suspend a couple cards, like, post-turn after, right behind it. And then Worldfire goes off, removes everything, if no one can interact with it. And then mm. all your creatures come in, and since you cast them from suspend, they all have haste. Yeah. There's no interaction there, because nobody has anything. It's gone. That's why one of the reasons it got banned because Jorah was a big deck back then. When I when I started playing my Jorah deck, it wasn't a big deck. I saw Jorah and I was like, oh, I want to play this. She's still one of my my most iconic decks I play, but I don't break it out because I've played it enough that it's just I tweak it every now and then and it's just kind of boring because I've played everything in there. I've killed everybody with about every single card in that deck. So Spicing it up is the only way I, I entertain myself with that deck, but it's a, it's a yeah. pretty overpowered deck. And Worldfire coming back for Jora is just mm, I'm not picking one up. I don't want it. No thanks. Who is this Jora? Uh, Jora, get um. If you just type in Jora of. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, gosh, I can't remember her name off the top of my uh, head. Jorah with that. a H? J-H-O-I-R-A? Yeah. Um, J... Uh, Jorah of the G2. G yes, Jorah of the G2. One. Yeah. Okay. So, like, you pay yeah. mana, suspend Worldfire. Boom. You're, everybody's on a time clock now. Yeah. So... For those who don't know, uh, Legendary Human Wizard, uh, one colorless, one blue, one red to cast, uh, two, two. And then you may pay two and exile non-land hand. Put four time counters on the exiled card. If it doesn't have suspend, it gains suspend. And suspend says basically once the last time counter is removed, you cast it without paying its mana cost. And it, if it's a creature, it gains haste. Yeah, yeah, that's basically the reminder text of, of Suspend. Suspend is was a keyword back when they didn't know Suspend was absolutely not the thing to add in Magic. Suspend has made the game very interesting. At least it's not... I mean, it has made it interesting, for sure, but... At least they clarified... I don't the know. That was more confusing than Suspend, though. Yeah. Old phasing was confusing because everyone's like, "Does it leave play?" Like, no, it just doesn't exist. 
It just doesn't exist. So I go with a lot of like, exist. does it leave play? Does it EBT? No, it just doesn't exist. What, the, what does that mean? Like for a long time before they printed, um, brought phasing back to furries protection, like a lot of people were kind of like, like unless you were a judge, like it was really confusing to understand. But like yeah. as far as Worldfire is concerned, I like, the reason they unbanned it almost is like contradictory with Raghavan even existing. Yeah. And it's it's funny that they would even state that they're like, oh, float mana. It's, on, it's, it's a bad interaction. Yeah, I saw you smile about that. <laughs> and they were like, float mana. <laughs> I can't help it anymore. I can't take them seriously anymore, speaking that <laughs> this happened. So it's just. I mean, uh, the and way I, I see I it, the, like, it's another time. Armageddon with a little bit more added to it, but I mean, uh, there's a lot of things to do with Armageddon just as it is. It's more of a... Just, just imagine what you can do with everyone with one life. Oh, hey, Chris. You, you, you remember that one card that I've just been trying to hunt down. What was it? Oh, yeah. Dragon's Approach. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. So, with, the, uh, of, uh, colorless commanders that you can do Wooberg things with, Cody, you can essentially... So, Cody is a new Strixhaven card. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Cody, Vociferous uh, Coat Codex. Uh, so, for, uh, so Cody is a legendary artifact construct for three colorless. It's a 1-4. You can't cast permanent spells. And then you may pay four and tap Cody to add Wooberg. When you cast your next spell this turn, exile cards from the top of your library until you exile an instant or sorcery card with lesser mana value. Until end of turn, you may cast that card without paying its mana cost. Put each other card exiled this way on the bottom of your library in a random order. So, I want you to imagine having Cody out, having 9 mana, tapping Cody, having all your mana, just mono red because you can, and then casting world fire on the stack of a, uh, a Dragon's Approach comes in. Now, Dragon's Approach, if... Because uh, this is probably new to you, Ian, right? What, what's new to me? Dragon's uh, Approach? Dragon's Approach? Dragon's Approach. I'm not familiar with it. Okay, so for, for you and then anyone else who's not too familiar with it, it's a card I was really excited for because I, I wanted to bi build a Dragonomicon <laughs> ever since this card came out. Um, so, Dragon's Approach, uh, two colorless, one red, for a sorcery. Dragon's Approach deals three damage to each opponent. You may exile Dragon's Approach and four cards named Dragon's Approach from your graveyard. If you do, search your library for a dragon creature card. Put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle. A deck can have any number of cards named Dragon's Approach. So, you're running Dragon's Approach and World Fire. 
You're go more than likely going to run into a dragon's approach when you cast World Fire. You cast World Fire, and then it's essentially until end of turn you can cast that dragon's approach. So essentially, you wipe the board, everyone's at one, you cast dragon's approach, and you win. Wait, how does that work if it exiles all cards Wait. from your hands? Because Dragon's Approach is sitting like in an um, exile zone already, yeah, so it's not in play. Exile, waiting for you to cast it for free. How? Um, wait, how is it no, doing that? So, wait, wait, wait. So uh, with Cody out. So you you re so with uh, Cody, essentially, uh, float nine mana, uh, or no, you can do it this with eight mana because Cody taps for four and adds one extra. So, uh, you tap Cody for the Wooberg, that adds to the, or that ability adds to the stack when you cast your next spell this turn. Exile cards from the top of your library until you exile an instant or sorcery card with lesser mana value. Until end of turn, you may cast that card without paying its mana cost. And then you put each other card exiled this way on the bottom of your library in a random order. That's not what we're looking at, though. So essentially, you tap Cody, get your 9 mana, cast uh, World Fire. And then with Cody's ability on the stack, you're bound to run into a Dragon's Approach. Put it in exile, wait for that. Are you. Because it doesn't immediately cast it. Yeah, you. It says you may cast, or until end of turn, you may cast it. So Worldfire brings that into exile. Worldfire goes off, and then boom, dragons approach. Everyone's dead. Got it. Yep. Wow. You know, I didn't actually think about that. That's disgusting. You should feel ashamed of yourself for even saying this. But okay. So, Bring it out so with world. the unbanning here, here's the other hilarious thing I find really funny about the statement. And I think this is what got Kayla and her comment. I want Kayla to, and Ian to comment a little bit more. Because I know Kayla was commenting about it right when I finished that sentence. Let me reread it again. Because this thing just makes like everything they've just said about everything just... <laughs> so to give you context, World Fire um, was the first thing they actually said. They, they un the unbanning World Fire was first, and then they talked about Golos. Was actually okay. how it how it ranged. So, so that last sentence. Let me read it again. We believe the social contract and robust pre-game discussions. Rule zero will keep World Fire out of games in which it doesn't belong. That, that, that could be applied to Golos, though. That's why I was like, what, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> they unban a card and just say, oh, you don't like it, just zero it out, right? It's all fine. <laughs> Golos is not the problem. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> I'm losing my wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> You literally just told the community to just use rule zero if you don't like a card because... Yeah. So you're just telling us that we shouldn't even use your ban list because the ban list is for, I guess, who? The competitive players? Because yeah. with that statement, you're just basically just telling us to just never play with the rules. Just play with house rules and just say, hey, 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 just 
just go group up and play with a group of magic players and just make up your own rules and play the game. Mm-hmm. Is, isn't that what that, that statement's uh, basically saying at yeah, this that's point? that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't unban it, but that's up to you guys if you want to play it. Yeah. So it's essentially they're saying, hey, we're going to unban this. We're just hoping nobody's going to abuse this. Yeah. The majority they should just unban Grizzlebrand while they're at Degenerate combo players and will abuse the hell out of it. Yeah. I don't, I do not know why they said that last sentence because ever since, ever since I read that and just ever since I heard they said that and that I read it again, yeah. I'm just like, you know, if you wanted people to even consider your ban list, you should have never said those words. Yeah. yeah. Now at this point, I'm like, hmm, now that my plans will come to fruition where we can play games or no one's allowed to wheel and we can play Hole Breacher because it won't be degenerate. <laughs> It will be a fair card because nobody loses their hands. You're just a nine card draw at that point. Oh, does this mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, does this mean Grizzlebrand and Braids? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. You can totally play Grizzlebrand. Finally, they're rule zero conversation. Well, yeah, go ahead and play. Let everybody sack off I've their things immediately. Hey guys, I'm gonna build a mono black Braids deck. <laughs> oh boy! Let's well, hey, play some fancy too. I pulled a hell of a ton of those of of those braids in Modern Horizons too. <laughs> me even pulled the creepy looking freaking etched foil version where hey, everything's hey, dark except hey. her teeth and eyes. They're like hey. glowing on the card. Braids hey. is hot. You you leave that out of here. <laughs> Oh, you need to see the frickin' etched. That is... Uh. I'm gonna look this up. So... So as, um... So as everything has been said here, with that last sentence, like, can we take anything that comes out of their mouths now, any serious or even their ban list at this point? Like... Nope. I, I've heard a lot of controversy about this, like... We're all making they're rage, talking but... about the rule zero conversation. Like they're just like play rule zero. If you don't like our ban, let's just play rule zero. Okay, so I don't know. I don't like that. Like you're just saying that you're you're kind of trying. To, you're done trying to balance the format. It's like it's a casual format anyway. There's not. We're not playing a meta. We don't need. Balance. We don't really need bands except for cards that, like Emrakul Prime Time. You know things that really li- realistically need to be banned. Like I actually don't have a problem with Iona. I love trying to uncrack, try to crack an Iona cage when one of my colors gets knocked out. That's fun. I find that entertaining. Like oh, my blue gets knocked out of my Is it deck. Now I have to find red sources to kill an angel. <laughs> I find that fun. Like she's got two white pips, so it's at least turn what turn three at at least in order no. to cast mana her out or something. People cheat her out turn one or two, reanimate. Oh, yeah, they just great. throw her in the yeah, graveyard, yeah. rip her out. I mean, that's assuming that nobody's playing her as the commander. Yeah. See, yeah, like but... see, 
they the reason they banned Iona was to unban Painter Servant. Yeah. The reason they banned Painter Servant was because they wanted to keep Iona in. That's the real reason yeah. for all of those things. They cannot exist in the format together. And in that instance, they just need to make an errata ruling for those cards of Painter Servant cannot be included in play with an Iona. So you can have one, but not both in your deck. And if one's in play, if you have both of them on your field, the game ends. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like something like that, you know? Like, because yeah. that's not fair. Like, the game, the game's over if both of those are in play. So it's just like, at that point, it's like, who's playing what? Like, if you're playing Iona, fine, no Painter Servant. If someone's playing a Painter Servant, no Iona's this game. Like, that's it. Like, I have no problem yeah. with Iona. Um, she basically, yeah. she's an angel that knocks out a color. Nobody yeah. can cast that color. Yeah. She's like a really nine drop angel, like are... world fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically mm. people who just abuse it are the ones who are basically running CEDH. I want to win turn three or lock you out turn three. Yeah, like, so like... So these people who are playing like really competitive, trying to like crank out the game really fast and do these cheesy combos early on, like World Fire Turn Two. Um, like if we think about it, like that's competitive, right? Yeah. So like we can think about competitive plays, but like we're not going to play it because that's not what we do. We we want long we want long battles. Like Commander is about battles. You want quick magic? Go play Modern or something because that's all that is. Modern Standard. You want to oh, win by turn five and get a bunch of games in? Go play a different format because that's not what Commander, the spirit of Commander, is. Commander, yeah. I agree completely. I want to half spend hour to hours upon oh, hours no. with friends. And that's that's the joy of Commander is it can last yeah. from a half hour to like right two to three like. Yeah. That's just the wanna... format. Everybody's there to have a good time, play a game. Right. Like Risk. You don't you don't go play Risk and be like, alright guys, we're gonna play a game of Risk. Uh, <laughs> Speed run we're Risk. Only gonna, we're only gonna play a 20-minute Risk game. Let's see, uh, let's see who can conquer the world the long with the fastest. <laughs> no, nobody's gonna Speed enjoy run that. Risk. Speed run <laughs> Risk. I wanna see this now. That sounds really mentally it. taxing to do that. <laughs> Risk requires oh. some thought to make plays before you're like, oh, I have one troop in every territory. Oh, and that, there's <laughs> opponents with borders. Mm, I'm going to lose everything. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, I did that a lot, and I'd never understood why I kept losing risk, and then I understood, oh, you had to defend. You got to defend. <laughs> Leave a sizable army to defend your You had to leave one guy there against 12. He's not going to master chief them. But then again, with the, the right, the dice of risk, maybe it's possible because sometimes that has happened. Yeah. But like, like that's kind of how Commander plays too. Like, take a little guy who's not been doing anything all game suddenly comes out of nowhere and wins. I like those games. And that's not CEDH or like competitive by any means. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Like like I kind of previously previous uh, I can't talk. I can't talk. My tongue just stopped working. 
previously I had mentioned in a previous episode about fast mana being problematic. Like, mm-hmm. maybe we should do an experiment where the only fast mana you're allowed is one soul ring. No mana crypts. No any others. Soul ring is it. Everything else has to be like three mana or more. Like, so, like, if we play like that, like, would our games go to turn 12? That would be an experiment I think we need to try sometime. Yeah. What do you think, Ian? I'm in favor of that. <laughs> Some good old wholesome battle cruiser magic. Yeah. Good old battle cruiser magic. That game would last like 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't last yeah. 10 hours. Are you kidding? Somebody plays like a 10 drop and nobody could deal with it. The game's over. No, at that point, everybody's got spicy stuff on the board, so. But then I can play my like 8 drop common that's like a 4 5 that has like one stupid effect that goes off one turn and then doesn't do anything for the rest of the game. No, it just has trample. <laughs> uh, yeah, for 4 5 trample. <laughs> I, four, five, I don't think I've seen the card that bad. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> or uh, what was like? There's a there's an eight cost one one in blue. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's because CMC is was a thing in that set. Yeah, because wasn't he like a morph or something? Yeah, he's a morph. So really, people weren't playing him for eight mana. Just like I made it my goal. And all that. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe like like we we got a done bunch of themes we gotta try out. Like like slower magic mana fixing and like maybe something like we have to play like a theme deck. So like to give you context, like five mythics. 10 rares, 20 uncommons, and the rest have to be commons. I like that. I like that a lot. I, <laughs> we do, we I, do build, things I like that. build a popper deck. Don't worry. I'll build a popper deck. Just a all commons. Common popper commander game. All we need to do it. Commons. We need to do it. I mean, there is a popper's, a popper's uh, EDH format, but I, I, no. I did find out. Did find out. I mean, they they technically cheat because they use the any uncommon as a commander. No, we're going Other full than, popper. The commander yeah, has to be the popper. piper. Commander has to be legendary common. Surprisingly, I did do some research. There are way more than just uh, quote unquote prismatic piper because people do say it's technically not a common. It's the S rank, but it is counted as a common for the fact of rarity. But... Didn't the whole legend set like consist of a whole bunch of legends? Yeah, they only had one common legend. There yeah, they only like have one common. You, there, there are people that fight. It's not a common. It's an S rank. It only <laughs> means that you have. It only. It literally only means you have access to prismatic piper and draft at all times. So. Wouldn't it be fun if we made like a popper game where you have two of them and your you, your opponents have no idea what colors you're going into the commander game with? You're playing a dual color of some kind. 
I would love a game like that. <laughs> we have all these games. Love. So w- with this discussion, obviously the rules committee has just kind of oust themselves and said, we don't want to manage your format. If you don't like what we do here, go do your own game. We're only Basically. here to maintain our public image for what we want the game to be. You guys go have fun with it because it's casual format. Rule Zero has become a thing that's very popular, so mm-hmm. you guys just go do that, and we won't care anymore. So yeah, uh, that's kind of what they're trying to say: is it's a casual format. We don't want to dictate you, and that's what we're saying now. So I yeah. guess Jonathan play Golos. I don't. I don't care. Maybe we ban Rama. <laughs> Ban Ram. Maybe, maybe we ban Ramos. Ram- Ram- the fact that yes, you, the you're not allowed to combo with Ramos. You're not allowed to run certain cards. Like maybe, maybe that's what we'll start like stipulating with like cards that are like questionably overpowered. Just mm, don't do the overpowered. We need to ban it. <laughs> no, just don't. You, you can play the commander. Just don't play the combo. Like no, I was, move I, the combo. I'm, I'm, I'm just making a a a a, a joke. Stormcrow ban. It's way too powerful. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we have a legendary Stormcrow, Jonathan. We do. Oh yeah, we do. We do. We do. We do. We do. Uh, we do. Yeah, all so, around. You know, from the call time set, the god yeah. that the flip side is a Stormcrow. Yeah, the other side is literally a Stormcrow. I mean, it's got a little bit more to it, but it's a Stormcrow. But yeah, like. So as far as like everything's the rules committee is committed here, I think the everything they've said, basically, you know, we unban this, we ban this. Uh, if you don't like what we unban, just don't play with it. Tell your play group not to play with it. We banned Golos because you guys all complained about seeing it too much, and a lot of people saw it too much. We saw it too much. We just don't want to see it anymore, so we're just banning it. Mm-hmm. That's basically what I'm gathering from all this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I think all of us are kind of like, Golos shouldn't have been banned, and Worldfire should stay banned. Yeah, that are not healthy in the format. Like you just mentioned, that a very viable combo that's got to be coming out. Like, I don't want to see a co- if can... I see a Cody in the commands, and I'm going to look at them and be like, "Are you playing Worldfire?" And they say yes, a big switch your deck. I'm not playing now, that. Not at all. Now, now, Chris, don't be angry. <laughs> I've already built a, built a Cody, but I, but thankfully, I don't have a world fire. I'm okay with Cody. Just don't do the world fire thing that you just mentioned. Don't do the world fire. <laughs> the world fire I mean, thing. literally, that, Cody, so all you easy. need red mana. You know? Now that I think about it, they shouldn't have banned Golos. They should have banned Cody, because Cody can be a, a lot more broken than freaking yeah. Golo. Because if you think about it, like, you could play Mono Red Cody, yeah. and then just have Mountains in play, and then cast Worldfire, and then hit your Dragon's Approach. Like, all you have to do is hit Worldfire yeah. Mana, boom, everyone's at one. Okay, I have I have a Dragon's Approach. Hey, an yeah. exile. Oh, world fire resolved. Hey guys, you're all life totals one. I'm gonna cast dragon's approach now. You have no cards in hands, no land, no nothing. Bye. 
Hope you have a force oh, of God. will in hand. <laughs> so bad. Oh, like, wait a already passed for five. Like, that's not even hard. Like, you just cast Jessica's will. If somebody has seven cards in hand, it's over. Right. Oh, my already God. Ogre. It's already ogre. It's all ogre. It's already now. ogre now. It's all ogre now. <laughs> it's all ogre now. <laughs> Cody. Cody is I'm love. Cody of you is for life. existing. You're a storm deck. You cannot tell me otherwise. <laughs> that is the only reason I haven't built a Cody deck because it's storms. You play Cody storms. It's not fair. I mean, it it does say on the card. Cody is less of a storm for me because I play just goldfishing it. I have not gone any anything good until like turn five so <laughs> casual storm if you want to call yeah. it that <laughs> casual storm. You, want me, you want me to make storm. you sick you want me to make uh, you sick jonathan turn mm -hmm. three umbra mantle turn four cody oh no oh no if nobody has interaction good game i cast every instant sorcery out of my deck Oh boy! For the most part, oh. like, you, you just cast. Ah, uh, I don't know. Giant fireball. Everyone dies. Well, I mean that's technically a turn five play unless you have haste on Cody. True, because yeah. Cody does not have haste. So that's yeah, a... or or like a thousand year elixir. I mean, it it's five color. Is that really hard to get something haste in five colors? <laughs> Oh look, we just found out something that's really game breaking that's not Golos. I'm sorry, Golos. <laughs> Can you show You're me on the ball where they hurt? People you? who want to play fractured identity uh Cody, go right ahead, because you're going to lock people out of the game that way. Oh, that's dirty. That's that's dirty. <laughs> and that was that's the most common build of Cody. Of course it's a stacks build. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> of course it's a stacks build. Okay, so like we have a stack player, so unbanning Worldfire is absolutely a mistake then, right? <laughs> we have all these degenerate combos already running around. It's like, mm, we just make... The Worldfire is only going to make it worse, guys. What, does, uh, a, does a normal like red commander deck player go, oh, Worldfire is unbanned. Oh, cool. This will fit right into my theme. Like, I looked at it when I was thinking about my Chandra deck, and I was like, it's really workable, because if I have that Chandra that I can give people all the emblems at the plus effect. I give one emblem yeah. to everybody, and I cast Worldfire. Goodbye on your upkeep. It's like, yep. no, except it's red. <laughs> yep. And emblems are worse, because you absolutely cannot get rid of them. Mm, there is one card, but you have to have Karn Liberated Alt in order to get rid of those. Because that how do you get rid game. of emblems? Uh, Karn Liberated is literally the only card that gets. Rid of oh it. right, okay, yeah, yeah, because you have to Alt him in order to get rid of emblems. That's it. <laughs> you know what? Um, I think we're getting a little bit off topic, but I think we're all on the same page here, so I think we're going to end it. Here. Yeah, we're essentially on the same page. Gross things, world fire. <laughs> the the dirty thing done to Golos. Maybe dirty it could have been Ramos and Realism. 
But then again, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's hard to could say. Have been, could have been the uh, literally the other broken things that they've listed along with Golos. Chulane, Corvold. Hell, they could have even thrown Urza in there and it would have been probably a more... Oh, people uh, would have cried if it was Urza. Oh my goodness. They'd uh, never hear the end of it. Let them turn one winter orb cry. <laughs> Her tears let will freeze. <laughs> Drink the tears of the salty. So all I'm hearing is everybody who's not playing Biocruiser Magic is all either comboing to win or just playing a stacks game. That yeah, that is that Sound. what I'm hearing. It's so, that, that so both players are right. having a combo player or a stacks win condition. It's like so. Is this why we're getting these weird bands nowadays? Sounds that about right. Yeah. We're we're getting these weird bands, combo players. It's all their fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to see a goalless combo that explains why goalless is more broken than Cody with Worldfire. Okay, question. Yes. Which Cody are we talking about? Are we talking about the book? Yeah. Yeah. The legendary okay. creature. Yeah, Cody. It's a book. There's another legendary creature named Cody. Oh, is really? there? C-O-D-I-E? Cody? C-O-D-Y. Um, there's a red, white Cody. Oh, so okay. there's technically two Codys. They're spelled differently, though. Yeah, Cody. Um, There's an artifact Cody, and that's the one we've been yeah. talking about. Vociferous Codex is the Wooberg one. That's actually a really yeah, funny I card. Book, I saw Dragon's Approach, and I'm like, I'm building Dragonomicon now. <laughs> I'm so sick of seeing Cody. I have like over a playset of that card, and I, I just, I just don't know what to do with it. Like, it's not worth anything. It's fifty cents. I'm just like, do you see it a lot on standard? No, nobody's playing that. Spoil extended version was five bucks. I don't know what it is now. But... No, it dropped. It's it's all worth. Oh. All the Cody's aren't worth anything. It's just it got mass printed because everyone was like, it, it, it really did get mass printed. They were trying to that make Cody people... the new Golos. You know that's what they were trying to do when they printed Cody. They were they trying really to make were. a storm version of Golos. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah. So is like, Golos really the one at fault, or is it the one that they just keep making these colorless artifact commanders with these Wooberg effects? Well, I mean, apparently they've talked with Studio X, which is the people who make the cards, Wizards of the Coast. Uh, yeah. They said they're not designing... They're not... Designing anytime soon a colorless commander that can be Wooberg, so. Yeah, like, Nigella is totally fair because she's red, but she's Wooberg commander, but she has red in her cost. Like, we don't. But we hear about hey. Nigella combos, but, like, you know. Yeah. Susay is a fair commander. Yeah, it's like, so was Golos. Like,. No, the only thing was like it's because we okay. I'm I'm gonna probably stop before I go into another deep ramp here rant here. Mm -hmm. But like mm -hmm. so like like I said kind of last time about how like other podcasts and tubers, you know, that people watch and listen to. Mm -hmm. They are promoting this. Like Game Nights specifically said, like 
early in one of their videos that like you want an easy deck to learn and play play golos they literally said it and since they're like one of the most popular of videos and like podcasts to listen to like podcasts i think maybe edh rec is more popular but like game nights is getting popular to the point like they're getting official things from like wizards i think even and it's they're they're gonna be big and they're not gonna ever be a small thing they're gonna hold pretty big like public standings because everyone looks at them they're Mm -hmm. pretty much like a pretty big cornerstone of the commander community at this point and with everybody playing golos it was based on their recommendation. Like new players saw their gameplay and they're like, I want to play Golos to try it out. And they liked yeah. it. And they're like, well, let's, let's do a variant like this and a variant like this and a variant like that. And they were just testing out decks and maybe they might play a new commander now with it getting banned. But like, that wasn't a bad suggestion. Like this is a positive thing that like tells us that like, the YouTube and podcast community has a significant like impact to the community. So like you got if you don't wanna if you wanna play against degenerate combos, don't talk about them. You you like synergies and you wanna share synergies because you don't mind seeing them, go ahead. You don't like right. stacks, you don't like talking about stacks, don't talk about stacks. Uh, you bring up a stacks combo, well, people are like, ooh, that's a new piece or something? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know... Be wary of who you share your your ideas to, because it'll bite you. Yes, for sure. And I think that's the most important take here, is the rules committee has kind of deflected to the fact that rule zero dictates things now Mm -hmm. so that's kind of where i think we're all on the same page and i think we're going to leave it here is with the episode title i think was very just on this of the unreasonable ban list because it's it is unreasonable now because some of the cards don't need to be in band and some cards do need to get banned. So, but you guys are telling us just to do our own thing now. So, I guess it's not reasonable to have a ban list anymore, right? Okay. So, with that, uh, this has been Chris. Sorry about the no introductions at the beginning. I thought we'd do a little spinoff. So, we'll do a closeout where we leave with our names. Uh, this has been Chris. Uh, this is Kayla. Uh, Jonathan here. And Ian. And this has been Made in EDH. And we got these two guests on here. Maybe it might be a permanent thing. We like doing it with these two and our podcast. And having more opinions, I think, has really helped us really expand these discussions. So I really appreciate all your time. And we will do the next one, which will be the episode we were going to do today. (laughs) But the band list made me go, nope, we need to talk about this instead. (laughs) (laughs) So that one will be dual colors. Like we did the try, try pizza pie and the Troika episode. This will be the dual color. I'm excited for dual colors. Which will, I think the title will be something duality related. I don't know. We'll all come up with something something like that i think 
but yes have a good evening uh we recorded this little one late so we will see, hopefully hear from you in the future